0: You're listening to Adishokbe Live, the Afrobeat Podcast. Right. 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 Yes. Welcome ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls to another edition of Addy Live, the official Afrobeats podcast, where I break in all the hottest stories across the culture in the studio with a celebrity guest uh, in the studio with me, somebody that I'll be chatting to a little bit closer. If you know, this is, you know, this is where we do it every single week. Make sure you subscribe, like, share, comment. We appreciate it, as always. Uh, we're live at the Afro Media Studios here in London. And, of course, we've got our partners, shoobs.com, where you can go and get, you know, tickets to all the hottest events, concerts, parties, bottomless brunches. If you want to have a lovely night out with the ladies, all the guys, all you need to do is just go on shoobs.com, check out the tickets, buy yours. And if you're a promoter, you can also load your tickets on there for people to visit your parties and enjoy. Shoops is the place to go, so make sure you get... She was in now. Uh, before I have a chat with the lovely Sefa all the way from Yay. Ghana. How you doing? I love your outfit, by Thank the way. Thank you
1: so much. I, I had this outfit when I was coming and I told CC my, my strategist, that yeah. please tell me when he calls because this is what I want to wear it. Come I mean, on I mean I've been praying for you for so long. Nah, you man. Get, like, a come true. Uh, thank you so much No,
0: me. thank you for coming. Um, we'll talk a little bit deeper about seeing you on stage perform a Ghana mm-hmm. party in the park. I'm I'm a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, but before we do that, I would have to look at some of the headlines this week. Uh, we're gonna go straight to Nigeria when Nigerian superstar singer Tiwa Savage announced the loss of her father on social media just a few weeks after losing her close friend Obama. The singer shared an image of her father, uh, her late father, with a personal message to him. She later shared a video of her returning to her late dad's house with a caption that goes something like this, I'm home now dad and I miss you, uh, to which social media trolls took as an opening to troll the singer with claims her late dad's house wasn't what they expected it to be. I personally believe social media trolls should calm down and focus on the important things, especially as this is clearly a tough period for the star singer. Condolences to Tiwa Savage and family for superstar Tiwa Savage losing a, a parent and a close friend that close to each other. That, that that's that's a difficult one, isn't it? Yeah, now over to the USA where Ghanaian comedian Michael Blankson stunned the world and his fiance by proposing to his girlfriend live on air during the Breakfast Club interview. Now, the popular comedian and his lady had been together for over two years and had separated a few times in that time due to his love. For side chicks. Well, according to him, he is forging ahead with a relationship with her after reaching a compromise allowing him to one side chick a month instead of the multiple he had in the past. Uh, When his girl and the Breakfast Club crew were just as shocked about his proposal, which saw him pull out a ring. From his backpack and go down on one knee. Congratulations to the pair who are currently in Ghana. Friends of yours, isn't yes, it? Yes,
1: they are. And I always say that I wish people saw them personally, like in real life. Radar and Michael compliment each other so much. Like it's so easy for them to just to jump bounce up yeah. each other. So it's, I'm happy for them. I'm still
0: happy. And what about the fact that he said, you know, he will now be sticking to one side chick a month Michael, instead of them?
1: We all know, but they like, Radar understands. So it's cool.
0: Now, back to Ghana where news of a surprise wedding by superstar actress and one of my favorite actresses of all time, Yvonne Nelson, um, shocked social media. According to a blogger, uh, Yemi Baba, the stunning mother of one, had tied a knot with her Italian boyfriend a few weeks ago in a secret ceremony. However, after that hit the net and made headlines, Yvonne Nelson's lawyer's team, uh, by the way, of her lawyers anyway, contacted the blogger, to withdraw the story as it was false. They said there was no truth to the story and bloggers should take the news down. The bloggers posted the letter, apologised to Yvonne Nelson and took the story down as requested. You're listening to Adishokwe Live, the Afrobeat Podcast. Right.
1: You know that it, it brings me back to the whole media thing yep. because you go on stages to perform, and I have we have guys artists who take off their shirts and they're jumping Facts. and they're allowing the women to touch them and stuff. But oh, I be come be on baby. if it were to be me, be. then it's like, oh, you are not wife material. <laughs> No, no, we cannot take you to our homes. We cannot do this. I mean, sometimes it's it's very hard. It's mm. so hard. And that is what I keep saying in Ghana, that it's very hard because they try to put we the women in a box. They mm. don't want us to be ourselves. And especially coming from a part of Ghana where they expect you to wear jalabia. Yeah, because a... you're you,
0: you have exactly. the, you're from the north as well, isn't it? Exactly. Wow. They expect you to wear jalabia.
1: So now if I do a song and I'm wearing something that is something like this, like, oh, you're showing too much skin. Don't wow. do that. And it's like... You are literally taking my voice away from me. You are wow. taking the creativity away from me because then I'm not being me. I'm mm. just following what you want me to do. So hopefully they change,
0: they do something about it because it's crazy. Talk to me about your, tell me your story. Mm? Coming into this music business, where did it start for sepha How did you identify that you know, this could be something I can do professionally or mm-hmm. I even have a little bit of Talent.
1: yeah so um it was after high school yeah i came when i came out of high school in ghana they have a period where you stay at home before you go to the university yeah. so i was at home and i was like i'm not doing anything at home maybe i should just go for auditions or something try and wow. do something so i went for an audition and i wasn't picked so i came back home i went there since morning yeah those things are since morning, i didn't eat <laughs> i left my parents at home and i just i rushed there and i, I wasn't picked so i came back home after they made me sing like Price, the, I, I sang the first one, they're like, oh, you're good, sing another song. And I did another, like, I like this, maybe you should change another song. And I did it, and they, they still didn't pick me. So I came back home and I was crying. I went to my room, I was crying. My mom came into the room and she's like, why are you crying? And I said, oh, I went for an audition and I wasn't picked. And she's like, okay, just listen to me, because some people have to go through auditions in order to make it. Some people to have to strive hmm. to make it. So, because you didn't make it in audition, does not mean that you are not going to make it in wow, life. That's Maybe amazing. you just have to go the other way to make it work. Work hard. Make sure people notice you. So that is when I started going to studios, singing on the streets, going to clubs to sing, going to pubs to sing. Did you like ever bands.
0: were you ever singing at home, or what, How did you even? Clock up the courage to say, mm-hmm. let me go and try this audition. I believe I've got enough yeah. talent to showcase myself. So, you
1: know, the funny thing is that I never sang at home because I'm a very, I'm a very quiet person. Mm. I keep to myself. So music was my only escape. So the only time you hear me singing is if I'm in my room alone wow. or in the bathroom. Wow. That's half- a lot of us sing in yeah. the bathroom. It,
0: <laughs> yes. It's not, we can't go and compete. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was the only time I was singing. So there was this time, my mom used to tell me, even when I was little, my mom used to tell me, oh, go and sing in church. go ahead. I want people to hear you sing. Go, wow. go and sing in church. And I was like, No, I don't want to sing. I'm scared. And she's like, No, you have to do it because this is what you want to do. I know this is what you love to do. Wow. It's just that you are shy. So, my mom has been my support since day one. She made me realize you can actually do this because my dad, he was more into school. Mm. He's like, Oh, you have a, I mean, you you are going to school. You are good in your grades. Why won't you just do a nine to five job, Mm. get like a degree and stuff like that? And I was like, I'm going to get it, but music is my passion. So, he wasn't really on board from the beginning. Mm. So, it was my mom from the beginning. What do you want to do? Do you want to go here to go and sing? Okay, I'm going to give you money. Then you go and come back. So it was my mom, she actually made me realize that I had a voice. Wow. I never knew I had it until it got really big and I'm like, okay, this is happening and it's
0: all because of my mom. Talk to me about your mom Mm because that is a unique Mm -hmm. quality amongst parents back home to spot a passion um, Mm -hmm. in their child and to support that. Yes. quietly yes. even yes. though daddy is not really into mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. but to give you that support how come she is like that is it because of how she grew up is she yeah. is it what about her?
1: I think my mom, grew up, my mom grew up in a very strict family. Mm. Her dad was very strict, her mom too. Like she always told me she wanted to be a dancer. Wow. And they didn't allow her because they were so strict. Don't go here, don't do that, don't do that. And up to now, she regrets it mm. because she's like, this is something I always love to do, but I never got the opportunity to do it. Mm. So you being like my daughter, who, who has a passion for something else apart from maybe school or nine to five, you like to sing. I think I need to support you. That's and if, even with my prayers and my last persuasion, Wow. i'm gonna support you so my mom had my mom actually helped me talk to my dad
0: wow to sign my contract and i mean she such needs a good woman. she needs a, she needs an award mom yes trust yes. me that yes. is incredible stuff yes. now talk to me about you know growing up mm-hmm. Who are the musical influences? What kind of music do you listen to? I saw something where you said, you know, you like everything from high life to Afrobeat yeah, to pop to this. But yeah. well, what were the musical influences? Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the song I heard a couple of minutes ago because mm-hmm. you were doing something completely different, different. with your vocals. Yeah. Yeah. So let, let, let me know who inspired <laughs> the young serpher.
1: Okay, so when I was growing up, my house, we always listened to within Houston, Celine Dion, the mm. Kojo entries, mm. the Effiers, mm. the Beckers. Mm. That's what we used to listen to at home. So it was more of like slow songs, and they just, we were just giving us vocals, vocals, vocals. So that's how I was actually started. I actually started training my voice from there mm. with their songs. And then when I got into the industry, like, it wasn't how I saw it because on TV, it sounds so perfect, so nice, so and then, smooth. That exactly, night. exactly. Yeah. And then I'm there and I'm like, no this note is ridiculous because <laughs> it's weird how are you able to hit those notes and stuff like that so i just decided okay i'm just gonna try and find my voice uh. but for now i'm gonna do what i know how to do best. that is just to sing uh. and do what i can do so i just started doing high life and the b because when i was singing in the pubs and the clubs i used to sing other people's songs i used to sing and um, the if he the beckers all of them the Ghanaian musicians i used to sing I mean, their I mean, songs I mean. until i found my own voice and it's like okay Let's try and do something. Let's do something more danceable. Mm. Something that people could actually listen to and start dancing to and stuff like that. But I think I'm still I'm still learning what my talents are.
0: Absolutely. And, and I think that's that's a perfect place to start. Yeah. I think identifying, mm-hmm. you know, that you're trying to you're trying out different things yes is, yes, is great for getting into the music business because mm-hmm. that's the way that you're going to cultivate your own audience because yeah. you're you're just professionally, you're just about two years in the game now, isn't
1: it? I've been here close to for like four years. Four years? Yes, but people started noticing me two years.
0: Talk to me about, <laughs> exactly, that's another part of the mm-hmm. music business that a lot of people don't understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You might be visible for the last two years, but some people might have been in there for eight, seven, five years. Exactly. What was those other grinding, that going to sing at pubs and Mm -hmm. clubs and when did you decide, what made you decide mm-hmm. to make that step? To say, do you know what? I'm not going to wait and yeah. sit on this talent. Let me start showcasing wherever I can.
1: Yeah. So there was this time I had a friend. He was called Iben. And he used to manage a pub called, um, um, sorry, I've kind of forgotten mm. the name. And he's like, okay, I have a pub and I want you to come and sing at the pub. And I was like, I don't know how my mom is going to take it. Because I've never told my mom that I'm going to sing in a pub before. She knows, okay, she's going to sing at someone's wedding or something. But I don't know how she'll take a pub. So I told her, and she's like, okay, I trust you. I know there's nothing you're going to do. So Mm. go and try it out and let me know. So I went to the pub, and I watched other people sing. I've even met kitty sing there before. Wow. I've seen Kiddies sing there before, Sinaso, all these artists. Wow. They were they used to be there. So I sat down and I watched them. I was like, I can do this. Let me start from somewhere. Mm. So the next time I told him, Eben, hey I want to sing piano bar. I told him I want to sing. And he's like, okay, come for rehearsals. And then I sang the first time. So he started building my um, my like my courage a little, little by little. And then it got to a point where it's like, okay this is something I really want to do because anytime I sang, people were just cheering for me. They were happy to see me sing. And then the next time he'd come and be like, oh, this person came and was looking for you today. Are you not coming to sing? And that's how it started for me. And I also went for a show where I was asked to sing on the spot with a mic and E.L. was there. Wow. And I was like, okay. That's another legend. That's an OG. I said, okay, I'm going to sing. And I got behind the mic and I don't know what happened. I I couldn't sing. You lost your voice. I couldn't sing. I was, I was like, um, <laughs> um, um. and everybody was like, sing, sing. 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 I was like, um, um, and then he's like, Sefa, come up, relax, come up, relax. So El2 has seen me from the journey, how yeah. it began and everything. But I've been struggling for years. But people, because Ichok is like my biggest yeah, hit, yep. people are like, oh, you just came up. Yeah. No, I've been grinding for years. There are times where I had to go and sing somewhere and walk back home because I wasn't given a penny. Wow. Yes, oh. all those times, walking back home, walking to the studio. And my first studio actually was a reggae studio. So you had all the reggae guys, the the smoking and mm. everything. And I was so young. I was very young. My mother didn't even know I was going there. <laughs> How did you deal she, with that? She didn't know I was going there, but I wanted to go to the studio. Hmm. and the, That was the only one you had access exactly to? Exactly, because I didn't have money to pay for the <sighs> ones that were like the big names and stuff like that. So I walk from my house. And I go by the seaside and the studio is by the seaside. And anytime I go there, they're like, Oh, you you're very young, wash bowls for me. Oh, do ad lips on this song for me. Oh, come and dry my go and buy this for me. Go and buy that for me. And that's how it began Learning. for me. I learned. I sat down in the studio. Anytime an artist comes, even though I don't do reggae, I try to listen. Oh, why did you do that there? Why did you do that? There? <sighs> so they're coming up. For me, it has all been about the growth, and I'm very grateful for it because wow. it has given me the patience hmm. to actually wait for my turn. And I'm not, I'm not in so much in a hurry. Even though I want people to know about me, I'm not rushing.
0: You know that it, it's, it's a process.
1: Exactly, everything is like, it's like it's time. Hmm. When is when it's your time? It's gonna happen. You can't force it. So,
0: where did um I think the piano bar was where mm-hmm. you caught the attention of a one called 24. D Black. Yes, yes, talk to me about. You know, that meeting, mm-hmm. that chance meeting.
1: So, I mean, anytime I go and sing anywhere, I post videos of myself on my Instagram. Mm. That's how it started for me. So, I started posting like snippets of my videos on Instagram. And I got a message one time, I was at lectures and it came from him. He's like, Oh, I've seen your videos. You can really sing. I want mm. to start recording. Why are you interested? So I showed it to my friend. I was like, Are you sure this is D Black's account? Because I don't want any Wahala. <laughs> and then she's like, Steph, of course, it's verified. I was like, No, I don't like to be played with like that. Because I never knew what, it would happen because I wasn't following him. He wasn't mm. following me. I, I didn't even text him any point in time that please mm. sign me or nothing like that. I was just there, just doing my music and posting online. So I went to the studio and I met Breezy. I met other artists. Wow. I was like, Wow. This is happening. What I said, this God is really big
0: time. Yes, God is really doing it for me little by little, and I'm gonna get there. Wow. Yeah. Now um I know he's super excited. You're working mm-hmm. on the label, like you said, you've yeah. dropped music over the last couple of years consistently, yes. and then all of a sudden, it mm-hmm. joke. Happened for me. First of all, where did you get that phrase from? Tell me it's from, from Nigeria. The video, <laughs> I'm, I'm taking to myself, like, choke. Yeah. Did David sleep on this phrase? Because this phrase is flying in God. Yes, it is. What made you, mm-hmm. of all people? Mm-hmm. They, you remember, yeah. David has got friends like Stone Boy and exactly. this and that, and yeah. so many musicians, mm-hmm. not even alone in Ghana, but in Nigeria that had mm-hmm. access to that phrase. Exactly. But decided not to do anything with it.
1: You know, that's why I said it's God. Mm. Because I sat down one time and I was like, why are people everybody's saying it e choke e choke? And me as an artist, I, I don't want to just sit down and shout it e choke. I want to use it. I want to use it for my creative purpose. Mm. I want to use it for a song so that other others can get to sing it too, rather mm. than just sitting there and just shouting it e choke. So I called Mr Drew and I was like, I have a beat that I think you will love please come to the studio and let's work on something. So he got to the studio and I, we were trying to work on the song and I told him that when I was at home, something kept on coming in my head. This love, you choke, this love, you choke. So I was just trying to give him the phrase and I was like, okay, sure, let's do it. So we all worked together, he, his manager, my manager, and him. And wow. we are all in the studio with the producer. And before we knew, within minutes, the song was done. Nobody wrote anything. Nobody typed anything. You were just going. Just vibing. He does his own. I do my own. And he's like, oh, babe, changes." I'm like, oh, you two change that. And then it just happened for us. And be, every, everybody that came to the studio, immediately they heard it. Didn't even need explanation. They just started dancing. And then that was my quickest release ever. Because after we did the song, the next week we were planning for a video. And then the next week we just released the song. And it became big. Wow.
0: So again, it's God. So that's... that's <laughs> listen, man. I, one of my... One of the things I like about, you know, musicians that mm-hmm. take... Or creatives that take opportunities yeah. and follow it through mm-hmm. is... It shows a, a, it's a unique skill. Yes, yes. It is a talent. Mm -hmm. But people don't recognize that. Because number one, the fact that you recognized something that could work, Mm -hmm. followed it through and created something with it, and then pursued and pushed that till Mm -hmm. it completely became a success, is an individual talent. Because if it wasn't, a lot more people, Exactly. they have taken advantage exactly. of something like that. Yeah. Now, the song has gone viral. I'm seeing different people dance to it on social media. <laughs> the retweets are crazy. And then Ghana Party in the Park announced that they were coming to the UK with a bunch <laughs> of Ghanaian artists. You know, Sefa's on the list. Okay, this young lady, we see you, A joke on Instagram. What's she going to do? Yeah. You did well on stage. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm you so much. Know, I you know I messaged you yes, please. privately and I said yes, this is incredible stuff. I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm I'm super excited. Yeah. When um, I saw
1: the message I was shouting in the nah, room. Nah, I
0: was I was I was in front. <laughs> I was in front of the stage. Thank I like you. to be in front of the stage to see mm-hmm. how an artist performs because yeah. number one um I am a fan of the music. Yes. So true. I'm always, even though I'm closer to the stage than some of the fans, mm-hmm. I'm a fan too. Yeah. So if I react a certain way, I believe that the fans behind me are we in the so same much. way? How did you feel, first of all, when you came out mm-hmm. in the UK to mm-hmm. that type of response? Yeah. And then the way they responded to the song.
1: I was so nervous. I was <laughs> very nervous. I was like, God, this is UK. God, why are you bringing me here? I've never been here. This is my first time here. Wow. And I was so nervous. And there was a lot going on backstage with the dancers, mm, everything. And getting I was, ready to come on stage. God, all of that. I almost cried myself. Yeah. I almost cried myself off that stage. And then I was like, no. I came here to do something. There's mm. a reason why I'm here. So let me just go and do it. And Camilo gave me the best introduction ever. And I go on stage, everybody shouts. I'm like, I looked at them, I'm like, ah, is this Ghana? <laughs> is this Ghana? What's happening here? And I didn't even know the song had gone viral until so I go on stage. And they were actually singing. I was like... No, people really know the song. Absolutely. And and just the energy that I was given, I just tried to do my best because I knew that there were important eyes over there looking at me. Facts. And I wanted people to know that, okay, I'm here to stay. I'm not just here to just do something for you to have fun and go back. I'm here to let you know that maybe the next day, you should force the organizers to bring me back. Facts. Yes. So I just tried to do my best. And I love that everybody loved it. And when I got your message, I was shouting. I, I almost I was, called my mother. I
0: was representing the fans. Yeah. You know, a lot of people that could not message you that, yeah. I was basically messaging and representing them to say Mm -hmm. listen, the performance was fantastic your first time on stage in the UK the the energy was incredible I think we loved the music, we loved the fact that you were engaging with the fans speaking, stopping, pulling the dancers that, you know that's really good so so congratulations on that another thing that I like um, especially with African artists, Ghanaian Mm -hmm. artists and stuff like that, to ask is How important is representing putting your country on your back?
1: it means so much to me it means so much to me i think that is what the nigerians are doing that we ghanians are not doing because nigerians always try to represent where they are coming from yeah. and we as ghanians it's now that we are learning and we are getting there we are now putting a lot of our local dialect into our song we are trying to represent where we are coming from i told you that i knew i was coming to you and i know there's a big platform so i wore african print love this is it. proudly Ghanaian made it. i love, it. love where i come from and i think that ghana has a lot of talents and people need to actually explore it and Mm. we just need people to believe in us enough to say, okay, you guys are doing it. Let's just do it because we have a lot of journeys that have been taken away from us and people have made it better for themselves and they're making money out of it. So for me, Presenting myself as a Ghanaian woman, especially an Arab woman, hmm. means so much to me. It's like everything to me. My mother always tells me, don't forget where you're coming from. Because hmm. at the end of the day, when everything goes bad, you're going to come back. Yeah. What if you come back and there's nothing to come back to? Fact. So I never forget where I'm going. I'm coming from, sorry, where I'm going. Listen,
0: your, we, we, we need to meet your mom. Because <laughs> she talks some bars yes, right there. That's yes. a proper, proper yes. African woman that yeah. keeps it you know 100 Mm -hmm. you know that that Mm -hmm. and that's what we want nowadays i think that part of our culture has been missing where our straight talking parents Mm -hmm. who would support you but would also be very straight with you and tell you how it is you know and that's why a lot of young men and women Mm -hmm. might have missed their parts because they didn't get that guidance Mm -hmm. so now going forward uh, you played me something incredible that's that's coming really soon what is the plan for, you know, for Sefa? What, what should people be expecting? Mm-hmm. You're riding high with a huge hit record right mm-hmm. now that Thank I you. believe is going to the next level. Thank you so much. But you're obviously working in the background mm-hmm. yes, with icons like Sark yes. and, yes. and Cole, you know. So what, yes. what's next?
1: I think for me, it's going to be a lot of amazing things because up till now, I still can't believe Sark gave me that verse. Hmm. I still can't because I've sent That's him about five songs. I've sent it, I'm always sending him songs. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna do it. Oh, I'm, you I'm know when an artist I'm yeah, going do it. Oh, but they don't want to tell you that to, listen, this song ain't yeah, back. Exactly. This song ain't it. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm gonna do it. But surprisingly, when I sent this song to his team, just that evening, they go back to me and they were like, Wow, Sack wants to put a verse on this song. I was like, What? That, that's so random. That's wow. so random. And he sent his verse and it's like now anytime I meet him, it's like, sepha how are you? When is that song dropping? I'm like, What? Wow. King sack, and I can't wait for everybody to hear. I'm just for me it's going to be a lot of amazing things. Mm. But I always say that I'm still learning, I'm still growing. So maybe I might make mistakes here and there, but mm. it doesn't mean that I'm not focused or I don't want to be better for myself. So it's just amazing things for me.
0: As a as a as a female musician from Ghana from Africa, mm-hmm. who are the other female musicians that you you look up to that mm-hmm. you enjoy listening yes. to that inspire that energize mm-hmm. you? Around now or in the past? Yeah, um, I listen to Ifya
1: Ifya a lot. I listen to Becca a lot, and um, we have Adina. We yeah. have Adina. We have Wendy she, Adina Tembe. Yes, yeah. we have Wendy Shea yeah. Tiwa Savage, yeah. Jemi Lade Ninolia, Ninolia. Ah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, I love her so much. I'm um, I mean, all the women, I'm like Oliver Twist. So That's all fantastic. the women, I could, if I could mention all their names, because I That's feel like fantastic. there's a lot that women are doing behind the scenes, but we don't put it out there, so people don't know how much hard work we put in our songs. Because as I said, when I was back there and I, was, I used to watch them on TV, I thought it was so easy because mm. they made it look so easy until I got into the industry and I realized that they are not only dealing with the fact that they have to go to studio all the time, they are dealing with their emotional stress. cyberbullying, People not giving them the credit they deserve. And people always trying to body shame them. Facts. So, all the time, Facts. right now, anytime I see an artist, even a young female artist who is coming up, I just say, God bless you hmm. for the for the charity work you're coming to do for <laughs> me. God bless you because, because I mean, because it's we're going to break you down. But, I mean, you have
0: to keep on going. So, hmm. I mean, I love all the women in the hmm. industry. Yeah. That's amazing, man. I think we, we need a lot more of that. Yes. Like, and hopefully, you know, as the women lock arms, mm-hmm. it would they would push against us, the men, yeah. push against the cyberbullying, mm-hmm. push against the expectation yeah. on on due pressure and expectations yeah. Yeah. being put on, on, on the women. And uh, again, it's it's lovely to see that. Um uh, Finally, I wanted you to talk about, you know, your people. You're yeah. an Ewe mm-hmm. woman. Yeah. Talk to me about that culture, that tribe.
1: So first of all, Ewe women can cook. Come on. Talk. Secondly, we are so pretty. Okay. Stop. Everything is just banging. Like, banging, banging, banging. And what women, one thing I know, at least from my family, I've seen mm. that my sisters and my cousins and my aunties, we go for what we want. Mm. If we see that this is what we want, we are going to go for it no matter what. And we are so hardworking. That's one thing I love about Voltairians. Mm. They are so hardworking, and the men, they like school. They mm. want their children to be so intelligent and like so like go to school, get a degree for yourself, make something out of your life. Mm. Don't just sit down and wait for somebody to come and help you. You can help yourself so that you can also help others. Mm. So the Volta the Voltarian culture is, is wide, is big. Everything you want you can find there. Facts. Listen,
0: yeah. again, it's it's been a pleasure to see you on stage. It's been even more of a, a pleasure to have you come into Thank the you studio so here. Much. Thank um you so much. And, and and I'll tell you something that you're actually my first female singer in the studio. Yay,
1: yay! I wish I could dance for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Listen, with all the female superstar singers that I know, from Becca to Yemi to Tiwa to Effia to Sefa, actually is the first one Thank in so the African media Yes <laughs> I made it mama yeah <laughs> so Thank listen so um much. that that's special to me it personally means so much it's special to, me. to us in the it team as so well so we really appreciate it like I said the, from the minute we've met mm-hmm. um I've been a big a a, a bigger fan and the support I can guarantee Thank you so that much. the support will be continuous from here Thank going forward.
1: Thank you so forward. much. Thank you so I w- I, I, I'm going to cry. No, 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 I, I don't no, want to no, ruin you know my makeup. You mess up that makeup. Guys, please, you don't mind him. <laughs> look at me, guys. <laughs> I've always dreamed to be here, guys. <laughs> uh, I've I'm always saving. wished to be here because this man is so huge, like Thank very you. big. He puts all of us on, and I've always dreamed and prayed to be here. Thank and you. today Thank being you. here is a great honor just for him to tell me, I've seen you perform and I'm going to push you. That's
0: Please nah, never man. give up on your dreams because it's gonna happen to you. Absolutely. Please. And and D black will have a gun to my head if I don't support you. Yeah, too. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, once again on the Afrobeast podcast, please give it up for the incredible. Sefa, (laughs) so what are your socials so people can follow you? Okay, please.
1: So on all my social media handles is Sepha underscore gh
0: underscore gh on
1: all social media platforms.
0: Again, and for us is the Afrobeat podcast. Uh, Of course, on Instagram, whatever, just follow us. Keep it locked. Make sure you share, subscribe, like, comment. We appreciate you. Shout-outs to the Afri Media <laughs> Studios. Of course, lmstudioshoops.com. Until next time, it is same place, same time. And from us, it's peace. Anna! It's your It's it's That
1: Yay. was
0: a, a good, I'm expecting even my brother. It's yes. awesome.